Welcome to the first episode of the behind-the-scenes content for Wonder Woman's Spirit of Truth, presented by Don't Sue Us, Please. I'm Josh, the composer and sound designer for all of the content you hear on Don't Sue Us, Please. We're currently working on the production for our next series, releasing at the end of the summer. But in the meantime, we have a bunch of behind-the-scenes content for you to listen to. This episode is a panel discussion with our creative team, talking about everything to do with Wonder Woman's Spirit of Truth. That is, as long as we can stay on track. We are, listeners, a pretty hyperactive group of people. We don't really stay on track, and there's a lot of content to cover. So I will be your narrator through this whole thing as we cut and jump around to get to the really good parts. I would also like to add that due to the COVID-19 pandemic, our New York City-based production team is currently in four different states, meaning we had to record this with limited equipment and over Zoom meaning that our normal quality of our episodes may not be perfect for these interviews, but we're working on solutions. Sit back and enjoy stories about how we met, why five nerds are making fanfiction about superheroes, our deep love for Animal Crossing, and just a lot of making fun of each other. And don't worry, we'll have another cinematic journey for your ears ready by the end of the summer. Also, just a quick plug for our social media. Go follow us on all social media platforms at at the superhero podcast. Finally, All of this content wouldn't be possible without listeners like you supporting us on Patreon. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the superhero podcast. Now, enjoy the episode. Um, Jackie, the joke man, Martling, who left the show. Uh, that's no, no, but that's Nora. That's Nora me, is Jackie. I'd like joke. to leave this show. <laughs> <laughs> Got Nora, it. Nora, uh, joke Nora, we man, love Martin. you. Should should that's we start it. an intro now? Should yeah, we should. Yeah, we should. Yeah, totally we should. should. Nora, right. I feel like oh, this you want to introduce us? Yeah. You're, Nora, you're doing the thing. After you. Okay. Uh, well, here we are. Don't sue us, please. Also known as VSUP. The Superhero Podcast. I'm Nora. I'm your host and creative producer. Uh, my name is Matthew Klein. I am your uh, writer, well, co-writer of Wonder Woman. I'm the writer of the good parts of Wonder Woman's Spirit. Oh, got him. <laughs> oh, got him. Yeah. Uh, my name is John. I am apparently the writer of the bad parts as well the as- The better um, parts. Well, thank you. Um, Parts that aren't good. <laughs> in my spare means. time, I am Julie, your cruise director. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, wow. I like that. I am, uh, I am Kelly. I am the showrunner as, as well as the director for the episodes. And I'm Josh. I'm the sound designer and composer, resident beat boot maker. Awkward person. Resident beat. Could you please get a card that actually, like, this is Josh resident beat boop maker but i feel I'm like already on it, it should be like right now but can you, i want it to be like pressure sensitive so when you squeeze it it oh, actually yes, so makes it like a beep beep boop sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. i don't know if well, it's in currently, the budget uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not but God. currently on our mock-up website that will be coming soon hopefully uh 
it does say Josh, he makes the beep boop shit. I like that. It, I mean, it's really. I owe you a bio, don't I? Damn it. Damn. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I thought about that oh, in the shower. This is really today. why Nora. This is really God, why Nora. Nora I'm so sorry. I, yeah, <laughs> holy is, crap. I brought you to heat. This today. is an inter- This is a reverse intervention. There this it is. Reverse- the cold open. The all before. of us apologizing to Nora. <laughs> Nora. <laughs> every every time. time. Oh, so God. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I was thinking about this last night and I was like, wow. Well, if any of the four of them. Well, not John. If the other three go missing, it was a hundred percent me, and they a hundred percent deserved it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just want it noted on the record: I killed you, and you definitely deserved it. Okay. Uh, so, should we tell the people that we we have a podcast? We do a thing. We oh, do, right. We yes, have a podcast. we do a thing, huh? Yeah, Nora, you should probably talk about that, uh, huh? Well, I did say that we are uh, that we are. Don't sue us, please. The superhero podcast. You can find us on all platforms as at the superhero podcast we are on facebook youtube instagram twitter soundcloud spotify uh apple podcast google all of all of the things (laughs) google Um, don't forget google we are we are on the google all hail the google Uh, and and as my grandma says the internet are the, you? Did you use the internet? I put it on the Google. Yes. The, I put it the, on the internet. internet? What? <laughs> how else it? would we get it out there, Nora? Yeah, she's like, can you can you get it through the internet? Like, yes, you can. You can get all of the things through the internet. Yes. Well, hello all there. I run an internet all show. You know what? You can't yep. get to the internet. What? A hug. Oh. Oh. They're working on wow. that. Wow. Especially John. during these times. John, I I hurt you. Well, you know, I, I thought maybe I would give us a, a love segue into yeah, Wonder Woman. John. Ooh, oh, gotta, yeah. yeah. See, John's the only one. John is the only one that's John's thinking like we actually going to talk about yeah. this. Yeah, he's, he's got it going. So if he's you don't know, really. we make a podcast that's a storytelling podcast about your favorite superheroes, and the first season was Wonder Woman. And Spirit of Truth. Spirit of Truth, and it was written. It's a cinematic journey for your ears. <laughs> Yes, that's it my tagline. I was really proud of that one. That's pretty that good. That was a good one. That's that good. good. That is a great right. tagline. So, so yeah, since, as Josh was saying, since Matthew, you and John are the co-writers, uh, it starts with you guys. Tell us. Tell so, us. Uh, well, it was a dark and stormy night. Mm. Um, uh, good well, it really, good it really came out, John. We were, because we were... I'm trying to remember. This was what, maybe four years ago? Was it five years ago that we started writing this um, spec script for a Wonder Woman screenplay? So we were we were going over this idea. We'd been, you know, we had these, you know, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed aspirations for kind of creating a great Wonder Woman uh, spec script. And I would only been doing uh, playwriting up until that point. That's really where my training is in prose and playwriting. Um, and John. I knew as as a writer as well, and we had been working together at Forbidden Planet in Manhattan, which is a comic book shop. So John and I would see each other, you know, multiple days a week, and we talk comics. And I knew his love of Wonder Woman, and I had not really become a big Wonder Woman fan yet. That was actually John was my Amazon Sherpa, um, as it were. In <laughs> John's this a fan film. of Wonder Woman. Amazon Sherpa. My Amazon Sherpa. Mm. And so I remember we we talked about it, I feel like at various points, like what we were working on. And we just had this idea on shift one point, like, 
we should do a superhero script and we should do a Wonder Woman script. Who can, why not? They haven't made a Wonder Woman movie yet. And so I think so that's, they hadn't they, it hadn't been announced in planning or anything. No, ever. no, it was it was in development, but I don't think they had really like it had been in development for years at that point. John, am I wrong? So or? I think if I remember correctly, in yeah. my advanced years, what had happened was was not in development. And these two guys had written a script and posted it online and DC oh. bought it because they didn't want it out there. And I think they ended up using some elements from it. And I think at that point. we have the harebrained scheme that we could be the next two guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just going to build a movie off of like postings online over the course of a decade. (laughs) (laughs) Crazier things. Honestly, worst movies have been made. Oh, no question. But I like that strategy of like, we'll just let people post shit. We'll buy it. And then we'll take the good stuff. Honestly, that's I'm certain that's our our goal. Our real goal in life is just to sell out. Um, And everybody says we thought that this would be, you know, one really fun Two, it would give us a project to focus on three. We had never worked together before. Um, And four, we really enjoyed each other's company and thought that maybe we wouldn't kill each other in the process because when you're working with someone new, when you haven't, like you know them in one respect, but not in in a creative field or not as collaborators, there's always a little bit of that question mark. Like, all right, I think you're not crazy. But when you get into like, what's the workflow going to be at this point now of like, all right, you and I are both coming up with the voices for these characters. You and I are both going to, so we set up a process where we were like, all right, we're going to co-write it all together. Like we'll sit in the same space uh, I did most of the typing. John would dictate. And it was really fun. You know, we knew we were going to do a, a take on the origin stories. I think the Gail Simone written um, animated feature had come out recently. We were both big fans of it. Right, John? Yeah. 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 That one had been out. And I think, yeah. Um, oh, gosh. You know what? what? It actually might be even further back because... No. Well, because we incorporated part of the Brian Azzarello run, and we that did. was that was 2012. That was, but I feel like we we were more than a year into that run. Okay, so I still think, right. I, I I don't want to date us anymore, John. Damn it! Well, oh boy, listeners, this is the first time we got off track. We started making fun of Matthew, John, and Kelly for being old, and the joke itself got quite old. So I'm going to save you from it and cut around it. We're going to launch into the next bit now. And I remember John and I were like watching it independently and talking about it at work. And we were just like, we could do the origin story for Wonder Woman. Like we know enough. John has is an encyclopedia of Wonder Woman um, from comics through the Linda Carter show. Even the, oh, I mean, you've watched the, what, what was her name from the seventies? You did the, the really bad one. Off. Oh, the Kathleen Crosby? Crosby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've watched it a lot. Oh, he's watched it. Yeah. So we we thought to ourselves, like, this would be a really fun opportunity. We get to kind of pay homage. We do this kind of fanfic thing. It's on spec. We put it out there. Hey, maybe somebody would want it, right? Who knows? Crazier things have happened. But as okay. much as anything else, it was just a way so, to, to get it going. So we did. We all know that it did not become the no. movie. <laughs> no, no, really. So your ambitions failed miserably. What did you do? Yeah, I'm trying to move us to, so how did it become a podcast? Kelly Yep, here it is again. We got off track. We started making fun of Nora for actually trying to do her job, which was probably a little unwarranted. 
We're going to jump back in now to how the podcast actually got started and got rolling for real. So, yeah. after, I love that, like, so, so after, after you the failed movie, miserably. After we what? failed miserably because they, they greenlit the movie and it went into development. I quit. John Wait, and I so just simply, had you I finished, noticed I'm ignoring the quitting. Had you yeah. finished the, the script? Oh, had yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Remember, we, we had finished the screen. No, no, no. But like I mean, like, drafts. when they announced, did they announce while you were still in the middle of writing it? Or was it announced, like, right after you finished it? Do you remember? I, feel like we were actually like in the middle of writing it when we saw yeah. the news. Okay. We so in the middle. Yeah. We were um, somewhere in the middle. We were we, around like act two. Yeah. Right. We ended okay. up having a, a sit down reading with some actors that Matthew knew and yes. some friends from the comic book store from forbidden planet yeah. came to listen to it. And it went great. Yeah. Went tremendous. Oh, that's cool. Good. It was, it was a tremendous reading. <sighs> and then it was like, okay, our dreams are now quashed. And then, Fast forward a couple of years, Kelly, you had come into the fold with Love Drunk and mm-hmm. with, um, at that point in time, Six Part Productions. Yes. Um, thank you. Wow. Which was our production right. company before Rain or Shine Productions. Shout out to Rain or Shine. That is the executive producers yeah. essentially for Don't Sue Us, Please. Yep. Um, and, uh, and I told you about the script and I'd sent it to you. Yep. And that's when you made the realization of like, hey, you should make a podcast. Yeah, I yeah, because I remember the <clears throat> the thing is, I remember talking to you specifically about it, Matthew, and saying it was a shame. It was a shame that DC wouldn't get to see it, or that Warner Brothers wouldn't get to see it, because it was a really good script. Crime and while crime. and while and I don't think at that point the Wonder Woman had dropped yet. Like I think no. I read it prior to the release, and and so I was like, you know this is great. It's a shame. And so my question I remember was, so what do you guys, what do you want to, what can you do with it? And of course it was like, well, what can you do? You can't submit it, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, well, what if you turn it into, I've been listening to a lot of um, a podcast called the thrilling adventure hour, which is um, it's, it's still pretty big, even though they no longer release regularly, they've been doing like during the pandemic, they've been doing one-off benefit performances live, like over zoom. Um, Shout out to fellow Philly boy, Hal Lublin. Great uh, guy. Yeah. Got to meet him a couple times. Lovely. Been I, on his like, podcast. All those people, like, like, like some of my favorite performers in the world, um, Paul F. Tompkins and Paget Brewster and uh, Mark Evan Jackson and, and uh, uh, Hal Lublin and on and on and on. And so I've been listening to it, but they do um, the, the, the guys that write it, Acker and Blacker, um, the, it, it's styled as um uh, they've got a particular phrase. I can't remember it exactly, but it's basically old time style performance, but in a new format. Right. So it used to be live. Like they performed live in LA for an audience and then they would release this podcast, but I've been listening to these stories and they were all based off old radio t- style things. So there's like sparks, Nevada, Marshall on Mars, you know, and sometimes it would have a joining arc and sometimes they were standalones. And so I was saying to Matthew, like, you know, hell it works for them. Why not? Why not do a why not do a radio drama style podcast? So um, he went back to John. This is the way I recall it. He went back to John and said, What do you think? And and they said, okay. And so we started figuring out where to break the script, like how many episodes, and we decided it would be four, and then where those would have to go. And I remember the biggest challenge was the beginning of Act Two is Diana's, uh, the, the fight in the Amazons, the competition to become the ambassador to the rest of the world. And it, I mean, like there were several pages dedicated. There were, 
and it, and it after, was a lot of action. It was a lot yeah. of like really kick ass cinematic. Oh, it was like, so. I mean, it was battles. it was it was this amazing. Like you just watched Diana like just kick ass on the field and do really well, and and then it was like, well, guys, that's got to go. We can't, we can't do that. <laughs> In my head, right now, I'm like spinning about like, how would I do that? Oh yeah, how would well, Josh? You you want to you you think that's bad? We also had a massive massive multi-thousand person battle for the climax yeah at the end of oh it. yeah it was it, it was, was incredible that last fight scene almost killed me yeah and and, <laughs> and, that's and like just so like five people yeah there's like so three the, people involved in that yeah no 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 this this one oh. was literally an army of the undead soldiers versus yep. the amazon god i remember that oh it was so good oh yeah. really epic so good totally but again it would be really cool feature, it's but, all it was it's all fun. visual you know like it was written for the movie so it's all right. this visual medium and so the biggest challenge i remember the first hurdle was just figuring out how to take the same story that you guys had written and now convert it so that it was an audio only you know um yeah. presentation well, it, was, it was a great exercise too because as a writer you have to the you have to always keep fact that there's a difference between plot and story, right? The climactic battle of zombie army versus, you know, the air force, that is technically a plot point. The story point is this is the end of the journey where the world gets to see Diana become wonder woman, become the hero. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's very easy sometimes to get in your head when you're getting those kinds of notes from a creative standpoint of like, Oh shoot, I really love that part. I can't let it go. How do I change it? And then to Kelly's point, what he's so great at is breaking down story and understanding that, okay, this is actually what it's doing for the story, for the character arc. So once you layer that on, once you figure out the story beat, changing the plot point became a little easier for us, quite frankly. Good. But yay. Good. John, <laughs> how was it for you? I mean, like, again, it's a hell of a medium switch. Like, what was it like doing the rewrite? Um, so I in my advanced years had not listened to a lot of podcasts at that point. So just the idea there were, I'm sure Matthew was close to killing me because there were a lot of times where he would just look at me and go, John, it's audio. They cannot <laughs> see things. Um, so there were a lot of things where um, I think we kind of at one point I think very early on, Matthew, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think very early on at one point, we thought, how are we going to describe this action? Well, maybe it's a newscaster. And there was just a whole lot of trying to figure out. Oh, how yeah. Do you, because when you're in the middle of a, of a fight, you're not narrating the fight. Right. You're not saying, and now I'm going to I don't to know how you guys are fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, John's Somebody's training MMA. Inside. I, I don't know how to fight. <laughs> This uh, is probably why I keep losing fights. I've been narrating the whole time. Yeah, it's like, yeah. like and he's leading with the left. Yeah. <laughs> Delivering <laughs> just like <laughs> shocking color commentary while just... <laughs> down Don't. goes Nora. Yeah. Down the, the goes Nora. Down. The battle She's just down. happens to be in a, in a boxing ring that just happens to be like, <laughs> you know. Um, no, so, but it was. It was it was a new muscle to learn, right? Because John and I had never written really audio plays before. And so not only are you writing an audio play, but you're adapting a screenplay. So it's a it's a new skill set on top of a new skill set. So and that I, became some of the fun of it. Yeah. And I, I don't know about you, but I went back and listened to a ton of The Shadow. 
I did. Yeah. Um, so I could try to figure out how are they, how are they doing it? How are they making I, it seem? I remember, I remember I'd found the shadow and I actually found some of the old Superman ones from like the forties mm. um, and used that. But then I also realized that is not the style we're going for, <laughs> but <laughs> which but became it, a whole other ball game. It does but it gives ground you from it. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you a basis to kind of jump off of. It's funny. I was talking the other day to, uh, uh, actually to my wife and i was you talked to your wife uh, just to, uh, just you. yes just the other day wow just, okay. that's it that's it married <laughs> married married seven years one conversation beautiful um <laughs> no we were we were talking and and i realized that because uh, initially i was thinking i didn't i didn't really listen to the shadow growing up i mean i'd listened to it and i actually had a cassette recording because you know i'm old enough that there were times when cassettes were the thing um <clears throat> there you go john a little tip of the hat for you um, thank you. You're welcome. But I had a What's cassette. A cassette? Yeah. There, thank you. Thank you, Nora. Yeah, um, you I had a cassette recording of uh, the H.G. Wells broadcast of War of the Worlds, which I had listened to. But then as I got to thinking about it, I had all of these LPs. Like I, I was surprised when I really started thinking about it. There were all story that, that were just this. There was I had a an LP of Superman stories. There were like four stories. I had one of Bugs Bunny. I had one of Popeye. I had one of Star Trek. I had like, I actually, there was an album that came out called the story of Star Wars, which was literally just the soundtrack from the movie <laughs> intercut a couple of places with a narrator, which to this day is the reason I can quote all of Star Wars. Cause I listened to it so many times. Right. Yeah. But I realized that like, I grew up listening to these stories over a phone, over a phonograph. Um, <laughs> Like over the troll is big with a big with the big uh speaking wow, horn. we've lost nora we've yeah nora's like sorry, i don't I even know what going. that is she she just i bidened on her i'm sorry yeah, i apologize really no i'm sorry someone i'm in the garage wow she, we, the car's wow. not we lost her with this one. okay i would not have realized if you hadn't said it but cool um, but I realized that from listening to from, from, from listening to all these LPs and whatnot, that I had grown accustomed to the rules of audio drama. And and just like for you guys with writing, because as a director, normally I'm I'm used to, you know, Matthew, you're a playwright, I'm a stage director, and I'm used to dealing with a visual medium. And so when we got Josh on board and Josh and I started building the world and i say we josh built the damn world i just made commentary about it but yeah, but but the there world. were things like do you remember josh there was a thing where there was a plane landing and i was like yeah. it has to have this sound it didn't have the wheel sound that yeah. is the sound of a plane landing and I, I was started wondering like how do i know this and i'm like because uh, you know because over time listening to stuff it, it, but also absorbing from tv and movies yeah there's a soundtrack that is an expectation well and it's really um, interesting for me i was thinking from like the technical stuff when i started working on this especially like you think about all of my experience and all of my writing stuff either comes from like writing like pop music stuff and classical music stuff but and like film stuff not like this sort of i think all of us have come from the same world of like all everything we've done is vaguely visual based um, right. Yeah. And there's a whole thing in like transitions with music and movies is like the big parts of the music come in like visual transitions. So right. like when there's like a scene change or like a change in perspective or something, that's when you get your big musical moments. Right. Um, right. And we aren't really afforded that 
necessarily. There were a couple times like I started to figure out how to do it in the final episode where like, you know, oh, I can actually like make it sound like there's some motion going on and like you can hear somebody moving and nobody's talking, but you can things sort of shift and move and you're like, oh, something's changing. And while that's changing, the music can spin and you're like, oh, I have a transition now, which is like similar to how they do it in like mm-hmm. visual media. But it's so weird in like, especially when I was working on like the first two episodes, you sort of have to figure out where everything goes. And it's a amazingly well-written thing to be like, oh, this goes here, this goes here, this goes here, this goes here. And you, and then you'll sit here and be like, okay, we're in a cave. So there's some, there's some echo here. Like that makes sense. And like, that's a really easy one. Or like, we're in the jungle and like, oh, there's like some jungle birds and like some insect sounds and stuff like that. And then it will be like, we're in a living room. And you're like, do I just, is it, is it just, is it just really quiet? Like nobody will know we're in a living room. We're just in a void. Like <laughs> all of a sudden, like my goal is to like, it's interesting because it's a podcast, but I didn't want it to sound like a podcast. Like, you know, like what we're doing now where we're just a bunch of people talking at each other in rooms. Right. You right. want to have like direction, which is really interesting because even though it's an adapted screenplay and like it's meant for radio, there's still like direction. There's layers to it. Which how is much, very cool. Um, yeah. How much research do you do in terms of like you just said tropical birds and or you know, if you're in a rainforest, certain insects, do you actually go into like, well, this is the kind of insect you'd find here to any extent? Or are you just kind of like bug noises? Like what is that level of detail you get into with that? I will do research down to like the region. So like the he- like the the hemisphere. So like if you're in the Amazon, you're in like a southern American rainforest, like there are different bird calls and there are slightly different insects and stuff like that. It's a little hard to discern, but like um if you hear it, you hear it. I mean, it, it's kind of cool, but like I do a lot of research but not like a crazy amount. Like enough to be like, okay, this is where we are in like these are real sounds of an air force base. Like this is like an actual, like the jet when Steven Trevor's like, that's an F-14 fighter jet. That engine sound is an actual recorded F-14 fighter jet. Like they are very, like there are some concessions here and there you have to make for sounds that you don't have. um, And and like, but we're not going to like hear a snow leopard in the Amazon. No, no. Cool. Um, Would you know, Nora, would you be able to tell? I am an expert on snow leopards. Okay. All right. Good, <laughs> Good. to know. That's called Better yes own. and. We're 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 an offshoot of Tiger King now because oh, Nora is an expert on imagine? the snow yep. leopard. Yeah. John Exotic. Oh my Absolutely. god. We've done it. John Exotic. I'm. I would watch that it. show for the record. I would absolutely watch that show. We're canceling all this superhero shit. We're done. Yeah. Screw this stuff. We're we're doing. <laughs> well, I am curious, Josh. When you, you know. Because we we went through several sound designers over the years to try yeah. and 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 figure this out. Yes, we yes we and did. And you were you really you really seemed to take to the idea of the cinema for your ears. But I'm just curious, what what was it for you that kind of struck you when you first read the scripts and you heard about this project when Kelly and I pitched you a bit? And and to be fair, and Nora, because Nora, you're the one that and said, Nora, yes. Nora, said brought, hey, Nora brought us in a crowded diner in Midtown Manhattan. <laughs> I know this pair of idiots on the subway and I texted Josh and I was like, so I have a question. That's true. I was was there. I remember that. 
Yeah. She was like, oh God. And She's like, like, this so guy like- is so, this guy is so great. If, oh, if it had been Swinger, she'd have been like, he's so money. He's so money, baby. You're gonna love him. <laughs> he's money. so <laughs> money. Um, and I was like, so Josh, there's this thing. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I want you to do this thing. And he was like, oh God, what am I getting roped into? And I was yeah. like, well, here's the premise. And like, I know the Kelly dude. Kelly's great. Don't know this map, you guy. Don't know anything about superheroes, really. Uh, but I have this idea for you and uh, explained it. And he goes, well, out of the top, out of the top three things you could ask me, this was definitely one of them. So I'm still waiting to find out what the other two are. Well, I was really uh, expecting the top three. <laughs> one was taking a snow leopard to the Amazon. That's a good one. For the record. I was really expecting Which like we did uh, for this podcast. We did. Uh, I was really expecting like uh, there's a we have this meeting for donors for our alma mater or something like that something that i was like oh networking events oh no uh and then she was like no i have a job for you and i was like yeah josh gets roped into a lot of networking events i do also it's like a 95 percent chance one. yeah we got one next week like there's a 95 percent chance that that's what it's gonna be sure um now it's like a 99 percent chance text for animal crossing and then like a one percent work <laughs> chance like but I still have not played this game. <laughs> it's so good. You guys like, have to get on it. I'm obsessed. All of my trees are color coded. I'm are. way too into it. I make it stressful for Josh. We go on lots of quests. My island is really asymmetric. Like Nora's island is all like symmetrical trees Perfect. and like everything's color. Mine's like there's some trees, there's flowers. It's like it doesn't really he make just- much sense. My, John, okay, it's my- at this moment, listeners, John's audio briefly stopped recording. But what I would like you to imagine is him shouting and waving his arms around in confusion because he does not know what Animal Crossing is. I've been telling my grandma, so I've been, take- I've been taking care of my grandma during a lot of this. And uh, I've been explaining it to my grandma. She's like, see my island and everything. And she- at some point she goes, so Josh, like she knows about the podcast. She knows Josh and I went to college together. So she's like, so Josh, you guys play this a lot. And you're always on the phone with Josh. Does Josh's island look like yours? And I was like, no, no, no. So this is where we get into like the different jobs in this podcast. Josh is very clearly the sound designer guy. He puts random shit. Play- He's like so into like the aesthetic. He's like, there's a fossil here, and like, there's like all this shit everywhere. And I'm like, no, no, no. You have to have all your trees lined up so you can more effectively collect your items and go make money. Mine's like, like eh, it looks nice. Hands down, how it goes. You gotta like it's rustic. Really, it's about efficiency. Basically, Boy, that, what we what we figured yeah. out is that you're actually Josh's financial planner. This is, yeah. I mean, and his manager. Am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Clearly, his manager because all the gigs seem to be coming straight they from come North. straight from North. You need to start like Speaking charging of, at least five ten percent to on bring this. us back That's around. Next contract. To bring us back around. Yes. Yeah. Right, we'll bring us back around this time. Uh, what intrigued me about it was I was really interested to see I had never heard of a format like that so like a s- movie for your ears there's superhero podcasts that exist mm. um people tell stories about them and like Marvel does one that's Logan which is sort of on the spectrum of like how far it goes into a movie for your ears it's very much more like old school radio play though if you guys yeah. have heard the Wolverine one like it's very much like and then Logan like heard a car on his left and then on the left like you hear like a standard car approach and like you're like okay cool um, they have like a new one coming out right marvel they're they're doing do they? marvels i don't know they do the adaptation of the of the graphic novel marvels which i'm i have to admit i like that story arc so i'm curious to hear how that goes but i'm but, sorry I oh you're good um 
what intrigued me about it so i really liked the concept in the first place like oh you know this could like i've never heard of something like that before and at the time you know i had been learning about all of this like binaural stuff about how you can like immerse somebody in the sound of the thing so that was like the first thought that came to my mind when like we met that first time i was like well people have been hyping up like in my circles of people like this sort of 3d audio sort of like you can really be in this scene for something and like when i had first heard about it when people talk about it i was kind of like is that even useful like it really i mean it's cool but like what can you use it for and then you guys brought this up and i was like you can use it for that um, I mean, so, I still remember the first time uh, you let me hear, Josh, you had done some of the sound design and it was the first scene was the jet and it was the jet coming from behind over my right <laughs> shoulder yeah. and flying over my uh, like over to the left. Yeah. And I was like, that is the coolest damn thing I have ever heard. Like, I mean, I knew you could shift from side to side in stereo. But it was so clearly on a it's very behind you, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that was amazing. That uh, was and so I'm not cool. to our next series, which is still unannounced, but I will mention as a little teaser, I did it again with a horse and carriage. Um, Ooh. Um, overhead, they they go over, they, they go, go over yeah, head. over. No, yeah. they zip. Sure. Yeah. There's a, it's a nice big transition. They like a horse and carriage like rips in front of you from one side to the other. It's cool. Nice. Um, That's very cool. Well, and one of the things that's really neat, too, about this whole project and just, you know, I had mentioned before that we've done we've gone through, you know, multiple sound designers like this project. We have we have a second series in the work. Um, We have re-recorded Wonder Woman with the actors, I think, maybe three times in total. We did it, I think. Did we do it once for the second series or was it twice? We did it only once for the second. Only one. We, We learned a little bit. Um, you know, and John and I have been plotting out multiple years worth of seasons. It feels like through different iterations on this forever. And then it's, it's really been incredible to kind of, Hey, it's all happening now. It's actually working. And it's, it's been a real, it's been one of those things where I'll be honest for a couple of years, I was like, this is never going to happen. This is never going to, it's one of those, like, it's been on the back burner. It's like, Josh, until you turned in the first full cut of episode one, I still wasn't sure it was ever (laughs) actually going to see the light of day. To be fair, to be fair, actually, I should note that the seven o'clock cheer has been happening. So if you pick up the audio off my phone, Josh, it is certainly good. You're going to get the neighborhood yelling in the background. You've been listening to the first episode of the behind the scenes content for Wonder Woman Spirit of Truth presented by Don't Sue Us, Please. If you like this kind of content and want to help support us, go find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the superhero podcast. We're going to start posting even more fun content like this pretty regularly over there, so go give it a look. Finally, go follow us on social media. We're on all platforms as at the superhero podcast. Thanks for listening.